Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew Swanson. I'll be your host of Nuts and Nutley today, which is a podcast talking about social media and other topical events in the world around us. Today, our podcast will be talking about the Academy Awards. Coming up soon, and with us today, is my darling wife, Kelly Coogan Swanson, who is an aficionado of the Academy Awards and has an extensive background in the entertainment industry. So she's quite an expert to uh, help us look at the upcoming Academy Awards, especially the major categories, and give us her thoughts about the front runners, some of the candidates, some of the early award shows, and also uh, her personal picks uh, for the best performances across the Academy Awards. Just want to remind you, you're listening to Nuts and Nutley. You can find us on iTunes up on the uh, podcast section. And also you can check out our website where we are featuring a printable ballot that you can use on Academy Award Night to participate with your friends and see how well you can predict the Academy Awards. And lastly, I'll remind you, once you find our Nuts in Nutley podcast up on iTunes, uh, we'll encourage you to subscribe to that. The more subscribers, the better we'll get. And we certainly welcome any feedback that you can provide us back on our website, nutsinnutley.com. Kelly, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How's your experience been with the Academy Awards so far this year? Well, I've just been um, putting a lot of energy into trying to screen all the different uh, movies that are up. Great. So, And just to remind our listeners out there, we are going to be talking today just about the four major categories. Best movie, best director, best actor, best actress. We'll save the other categories for another time. Kelly, what's, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. I, I know that you've been in the entertainment industry, uh, have extensive years there. Just give us a little glimpse of how you participated in the entertainment industry over your career. I started my career young in, the, in NBC in the marketing arena, and I transitioned over to Hallmark Entertainment, where I was in the production area. I worked on a bunch of uh, made-for-movies and miniseries. And in the midst of being in the entertainment realm, I took an interest in movies. I always liked movies. And now, as I've progressed into my career, I'm on the Montclair Film Festival board. And we have an Oscar night. And it's actually the night before the Oscars where we... um, pick and choose who we think uh, the winners will be. So there's a lot of conversation going on right now about who we think is up and actually the ones that will take the award. Um, So that's a little snapshot of my background. Terrific. Uh, Thank you very much. I I know that you have uh, a lot of experience, especially with the film festival these days in Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, So uh, you have some unique insight, and I really want to thank you for sharing that with us this afternoon. So let's first, let's move into the categories now. First, we're going to talk about uh, Best Picture. So have you seen most of the uh, candidates that are nominated for Best Picture, Kelly? Yes, I've seen everyone except for the Grand Budapest Hotel, which, um, from what I hear from my colleagues, is a fantastic movie, but I do not think it's going to take Best Picture. I hope to see that in the next week or so. So uh, just to remind the listeners out there of the movies that are up for Best Picture, and recently, or a few years back, the Academy Awards expanded beyond five. This year, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different pictures 
nominated. And just to run through those, we have Boyhood, uh, which is, of course, the sequentially filmed movie uh, spanning 5 to 18 years of a certain youth's life and really unique in that it captured uh, those actors over that lengthy period of time. Of course, there's Birdman. Uh, how would you recap Birdman, Kelly? Uh, it's a very, it's sort of a strange depiction of a um, an actor who sort of fell off the beaten path and has come back and found his the ultimate role in his career and how it affects his life. Other candidates include the Grand Budapest Hotel, Whiplash with J.K. Simmons and uh, the story of that band and, and the drummer. Uh, the Imitation Game, uh, I think you saw that last night, Kelly. Quick recap or your know, general two-sentence summary of The Imitation Game. Well, actually, I saw The Theory of Everything last night. Thank you for clarifying. So Theory of Everything also nominated. Uh, how would you recap that movie? Um, well, I'm not the best at recapping, but biography about Steve Hawkins. And I would say uh, it begins at his college-age years when he is diagnosed with um, I forget what the illness is. Uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig's disease and how his, you know, um, physical abilities to move and function as a normal human being fall. He starts to lose different parts of his um, function. And in the midst of that, he, he meets a gal or meets a girl before that he's diagnosed who... Um, is in love with him, falls in love with him earlier, and he, she ends up coming back to him even in the midst of his, uh, his illness and, uh, whatchamacallit, is, you know, they, they marry and have a life together. Terrific. And then rounding them out, I mentioned the imitation game based on a uh, true story on the Nazi Enigma machine and the ability of the British to, to crack the uh, Nazi codes. Also then rounding them out, we have American Sniper, the Clint Eastwood, Bradley Cooper military drama, uh, the best uh, performing at the box office army movie of all time. And lastly, Selma, the uh, Oprah Winfrey movie regarding uh, Selma, Alabama and, and the civil rights movement. So that pretty much sums up the uh, best movie categories. We move over to best director. We have a few, uh, only five in this one. So and again, most of the same movies. Uh, we see all the movies that ha are up for best um, movie, also in the best director category, with the exception of the director for Foxcatcher, the story of John DuPont and the wrestlers. There we have Bennett Miller up for best director. Also we have up for best director... Uh, Richard Linkletter, the director of Boyhood, Alejandro Gonzalez Ineratu for Birdman, Wes Anderson, Grand Budapest Hotel, and then Morton Tidlam for The Imitation Game. How about Best Actor, Kelly? Do, can you, do you have a list of the Best Actors in front of you? And uh, Yes, I do. Uh, best a, Actor. A review of who's up in the Best Actor category? Steve Carell for Foxcatcher, Bradley Cooper for American Sniper, Benedict Cumberbatch, Batch, The Imitation Game, Michael Keaton for Birdman, and Eddie Redmayne for Theory of Everything. Uh, and then I'll just recap the Best Actress category, where we have, again, five uh, very capable actresses. Of course, we have Marianne Cotillard, Two Days, One Night. My French was never very good. Felicity Jones in The Theory of Everything. 
Julianne Moore in Still Alice, one I haven't seen. Uh, have you seen that one, Kelly? Yes, I did. Uh, we also have Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl and lastly Reese Witherspoon for Wild, one of the earlier releases uh, this year in the category. So again, you're listening to Nuts and Nutley. We're talking about the uh, pre-look, uh, pre-Oscar look at some of the major awards. Uh, we encourage you to go over to our website where you'll find a printable ballot and other information pertinent to this web- webcast. You can certainly find us on iTunes. And once you do, we encourage you to subscribe to Nuts and Nutley, a little podcast about modern-day life centered in uh, Nutley, New Jersey. Let's move on now to some of the earlier award winners, Kelly, and uh, some of the other awards that people look at to try and predict who might uh, come off with the big awards here at the Academy Awards. So uh, if we first look at the Golden Globe winners, one of the things we note is that the Golden Globes divided comedy and drama categories. So it's not just one best movie. They have a best comedy uh, or musical and then a best drama. So that kind of dilutes the uh, the predictions and who might actually win. If we look at the Golden Globe winners uh, in the best drama category, uh, what do you see there, Kelly? Winner was Boyhood. And the other nominees uh, <laughs> for the Golden Globes? Foxcatcher, The Imitation Game, Selma, and Theory of Everything. All right. And then, of course, you have Best Comedy in the Golden Globes as well. And that was uh, the winner there was a Grand Budapest Hotel. Of course, the other ones nominated include Birdman, Into the Woods, Pride and St. Vincent, the Bill Murray movie. In the Golden Globes, Best Director is not broken out, so it's only one Best Director for the year. And uh, there, the winner, Kelly? Richard Linkletter. Later, I think it's actually pronounced for Boyhood. Um, Other contenders were Wes Anderson for Grand Budapest, Ava Duvmay for Selma, David Fincher for Gone Girl, and Alexandro Gonzalez um, for Birdman. So we do find it interesting. From the Golden Globes, we see that the best drama winner, Boyhood, and also the best director, uh, which is Richard Linkletter for Boyhood, It would you would think if the Golden Globes is a good predictor of Academy Award success, that Boyhood kind of gets an inside nod there. Would you agree with that, Cal? Uh, yeah. I, I said I would say the the difference here is the fact that they have a comedy and a drama there. So with best actor in a drama, as you mentioned, that was Eddie Redmayne for The Theory of Everything, and best actor in a musical or comedy was Michael Keaton in Birdman. Those two seem to be the odds-on favorites for the best actor category, uh, and uh, we could see from the Golden Globes they both uh, were recognized in that regard. And the best actress in a uh, musical or comedy. That was Amy Adams for Big Eyes. And then do we have Best Actress for a Drama? Julianne Moore for Still Alice. So so if we look back at the uh, Academy Award list of nominees in the Actress category, we don't find uh, Amy Adams at all. Correct. Uh, Of course, you do see Julianne Moore there. So that would indicate that she may have an inside nod regarding the Best Actress category. Yeah. I would say the Globes tends to be the first time that these movies are being um, looked at in separate categories. So she does have the upside, but I do think that um, Felicity Jones is another one that they're talking about. All right, now let's just switch pages a little bit over to the SAG Awards. Screen Actors Guild, a little bit more actor-focused, and there we just have uh, actors getting awards. There's no best movie or best director. 
But we see from the from the SAG Awards back in January that Birdman won for the cast, having the best cast of a movie. And then best best actor did go to Eddie Redmayne. You hearing that name again? The Theory of Everything. Best actress Julianne Moore, still Alice. So there you have both Eddie Redmayne and Julianne Moore getting awards. One uh, at the both the critics uh, the SAG Awards as well as at the Golden Globes, kind of giving them an inside nod. The last movie awards show that's already been conducted this year that may have some influence on the Academy Awards and the ability to predict who's going to win would be the Critics' Choice Awards. And there you have a few different uh, winners. you want to just highlight some of the winners from the Critics' Choice Awards, Kelly? Sure. Best Picture was Boyhood. Best Actor was Michael Keaton in Birdman. Best Actress was Julianne Moore in Still Alice. Best Acting Ensemble was Birdman. And Best Director was Richard Linkletter for Boyhood. So clearly we're seeing Boyhood pop up quite a bit, Birdman pop up quite a bit, and there you have Julianne Moore again in terms of uh, her success or recognition at the Critics' Choice Award. So it seems like those are names that the Academy, uh, we could lean into them a little bit as we get closer to the Academy Awards. Let me just remind our listeners that you're listening to Nuts and Nutley, a podcast focused out of northern New Jersey, uh, talking about modern media and different events on the horizon that we think will be topical and interesting to the listening audience. We have a website with a printable Oscar ballot on it, nutsandnutley.com, and we certainly encourage you to look on iTunes for the Nuts and Nutley podcast and subscribe to that. Uh, the more subscribers we get, the better quality product we'll be able to bring to our listeners. Last thing, and let's round this out, uh, let's talk about uh, Kelly, our particular uh, picks for the Academy Awards. I just want to, you know, set the frame of, of the topic in that these are not the the ones that we think the Academy is going to choose necessarily. These are the ones that, if we were the sole voter of the Academy Awards, uh, the ones we would pick and honor this year, 2015, uh, for the best in these different categories. So let's just go uh, one by one. Uh, first, we're going to start with Best Actor. If you look at Best Actor, Kelly, who do you think did the best job this year among the men? Well, I'm very torn between Eddie Redmayne and Michael Keaton. I think after watching, and I have I watched Birdman quite a long time ago, but um, in general, I think I'd have to give it to Eddie Redmayne for his depiction of Steve Hawkins because he had the challenges of... Um, contorting his body and having to, and really did make you forget that he was an actor and really made you feel that you were in the life of Stephen. I would have to agree with you, although my own personal favorite would be Bradley Cooper. We didn't hear um, American Sniper mentioned much among the prior awards. So I don't think they have much of an inside chance in terms of getting uh, uh, many awards at the Academy Awards this year. However, I think Bradley Cooper really did an excellent job. And uh, of all the characters across the uh, nominees, I think he was the most believable main character. So I, personally, I would give it to Bradley Cooper, not necessarily that I think he's going to win. Let's flip over to Best Actress. Who would be your pick for Best Actress, Kelly? I think this is a strange category this year. I the, um, I mean, right now it's Julianne Moore. I did think she did a really great job with Still Alice. Um, I would say there's not much competition here. I, I haven't watched, I should say, Two Days, One Night, which I will be going to on Tuesday, so I could give you a little uh, 
hiccup of an answer in a couple of weeks. Now, personally, I have seen only two of these movies, Gone Girl and The Theory of Everything, so I can't base it on a whole lot. Uh, I, I thought Gone Girl, Rosamund Pike, she did a good job, but not outstanding. So I'd have to go with Felicity Jones and The Theory of Everything. Uh, that, that had to be a tough role playing off. Um, the contorted uh, actor that, that played uh, Stephen Hawking. So if we now move over to uh, Best Picture, just you know, more accurately Best Picture instead of Best Movie, you have uh, quite a few uh, nominees there. Your pick for Best Picture, Kelly? My pick would be American Sniper. Because? And the reason for that was, I think really, as you mentioned before about Bradley Cooper, I thought he was phenomenal. And I think... The movie in general depicted a very um, real aspect of the war and how it infiltrates into your life, how it can affect your life, and how um, every aspect of the movie, I think, was spot on. And that's due to Clint Eastwood. I would agree with you. I, I enjoyed American Sniper best, although I don't think it's going to win. I think the odds look like it'll be boy Boyhood of Birdman, but uh, again, m- the most believable and cohesive movie. I really am a fan of Clint Eastwood. I think he puts movies together very comprehensively well. Not a lot of details left out, however, not too focused on little details either. So, uh, while not intended to be an accurate depiction, event for event, of the events of uh, the Bradley Cooper ca- uh, character. Uh, it really was a good comprehensive movie, and I really think Clint Eastwood puts those together well. There are certain points in Whiplash, also a very good movie, and The Theory of Everything. A uh, lot of good, worthy candidates, but little flaws in the other ones lead me towards American Sniper, and that would be my pick. Lastly, rounding things out, Best Director uh, this year, 2015. Kelly, what do you think? Mm, I don't put a lot of stock into this category, I guess. Um not because I don't think it's an important role. I just don't think about it very much. But I would say, now here, I would give it to Link later because for Boyhood, probably because of the due diligence he had in putting, you know, 12 years of a movie together. And I think that that's the hats off, and that's why he's been touted as the man about town right now because of how he really did bring the the... Um, shooting together and and made it um, seamless. Now the other favorite in this category is Birdman and there were some unique usages of the camera and continual angle shots through the movie. Uh, Apparently that's a very technically difficult aspect to bring to a movie and therefore uh, Alejandro Inaratu is getting a lot of credit for that. However, I do think that demonstrating the job of a director, keeping a movie together, cohesive for 12 different years, and just trying to imagine the different twists and turns that were encountered during filming uh, one year after the next. Unexpected events that had to be incorporated into the overall context of the movie was a real challenge. So in terms of someone who did their job very uniquely and extremely well, I would agree with you. Richard Linklater in uh, Boyhood uh, would be my pick as well. Any closing comments as we uh, wrap it up here, talking about the major categories as we lead into the big Academy Awards uh, later in February? Yeah, I would say that I think when voting comes around, a lot of it is offset by, well, if such and such a movie gets this, 
we'll give it to the other one. So I think the balance there will be if, for instance, Boyhood gets Best Picture, then they'd feel uh, more comfortable giving the director nod to, um, uh, what's his name, Alexandro. So I think there's a lot of that that happens behind the scenes. So that's what's going to really pop up during the Oscars is where does it start and where does it end up and how balanced the awards are. So another way to look at that, if uh, Alejandro Naratu is kind of the favorite and best director for uh, Birdman, then uh, best movie they would throw to Boyhood because he didn't get best director. Something yeah. along those lines? Yeah, that's what I think. Which is always tough to predict. Not only just who's the best uh, purely based on it, but of course is the overall voting environment, political suasion, and other campaigns which can influence it and often leads predictions astray. Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. That was Kelly Coogan Swanson, my darling wife and an expert in the entertainment industry. My name is Andrew Swanson. I'm your host of Nuts and Nutley today. Uh, again, we'll encourage you to look on iTunes to find our podcast and subscribe to that so that we can bring you these uh, podcasts on a regular basis. Take a, check, a look at the Nuts and Nutley website where we have a few interesting links to more information that you'll be able to find regarding the Academy Awards. And uh, we encourage you, once you find our uh, podcast on iTunes or, or your other podcasting apps, please subscribe. The more subscribers, the better content that we'll be able to give you. Oh, and one more thing. Oscar party, as I mentioned, I think I said it was on the 27th. I just looked it up on my calendar. It's the 21st, and that's at Mon in Montclair. So take, check, a, check out our website, Montclair Film Festival, if you'd love to come by and talk about the Oscars in more depth. Terrific. Thanks again. Nuts and Lutley signing off. We'll be back with you next time.